Hey everybody, Dexter Guff here. Uh, welcome to Dexter Guff is Smarter Than You, the self-help podcast where I try to give you my helpful tips and tricks of the trade so that you can lead your very best life. Wow, it's a great thought, isn't it? Um, so glad to have your ears on my mouth. I love it when they're there, I really do. Uh, a lot of science behind why uh, your ears being on my mouth is is such a powerful relationship. Um, the ear, of course, is the uh, closest porthole to the brain. Uh, that's science. I believe it's closer than the nose by a handful of millimeters, but it's the closest porthole. And so when I have these very powerful thoughts and uh, strong words, uh, uh, manifesting thoughts, and I'm able to communicate those through my mouth into that very, very close brain porthole, your ear, uh, that's when change can happen almost instantaneously. Um, a lot of science behind that. You can Google that. Uh, I, I would urge you to Google that, actually, uh, and then get back to me to, to tell me if I'm correct. Um, did not have a good sleep last night. Not going to dwell too much on this. Got a call uh, late uh, in the evening from Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh, late at night. My chia seeds, if you heard last week, um, I'm all in on a storage uh, facility of chia seeds. Uh, apparently, there was a pipe burst in this insane weather in Ann Arbor. Um, so, I don't know. It's a mess. I don't know if these seeds are germinating, if water's in there now. It was supposed to be dry storage. Anyways, I got I just, I did not sleep well. So I'm going to have to check in on that. May have to go to Ann Arbor. If I do, I'll try to uh, double down, see if I can get some business going. I think there's a lumber operation there. Maybe check in with those guys, see if I can turn this into a money-making opportunity. Um, anyways, okay. So enough about that. Let's get into the show and see if we can't turn my spirits around. So let's do this. Let's do this. D, this is going to be fun. I dare you to listen. It's time. E, on your mental treadmill, what takes priority? Your goals or your dreams? Dexter Cup. X, technology, entertainment, design. Throw that out the window. That's old news. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Come on now. What was your biggest failure? No, no, no. Let me guess. I don't think you're ready. I'm Dexter Guff, and I'm smarter than you. All right. I'm already feeling better. Uh, just hearing that theme, uh, feeling good, feeling good at knowing that we still have a lot of show left in front of us. going to change a lot of lives here today. Uh, one life that has changed very recently. Of course, I'm talking about Tammy. Uh, my uh, producer mostly runs the board, but by title producer, uh, Tammy is beaming on the other side of the glass because earlier this week she got her green belt in Taekwondo. Chi. Is that right? Uh, which is yes. Okay. So it's a Taekwondo, Chi, which is a form of martial mixed martial art. Uh, anyways, needless to say, I was there. Uh, unbelievable display, a lot of ground and pound. And then you eventually choke that teenager out. Um, so good job, Tammy. Uh, well-deserved on that green belt. Can't wait to see if you uh, get the brown belt. Uh, I'll be there. So happy to have a fighter on the team and a winner on the team. So good stuff. Okay, uh, today, very excited about the feature interview because today, and this is a huge for you, uh, today I am speaking to a close personal friend of mine. So this is a friend uh, of D. Guff. So you know they're successful and they're going to have a lot to say. Uh, so this is very cool. Uh, this friend of mine is Trip Best. Now, Trip, uh, published author, uh, works with professional athletes 
on life skills, on media training. So, you know, this is someone that's got a lot of stories from professional athletes. We're going to try to keep this G-rated. Likely won't be able to because uh, we're talking about professional athletes. Um, but regardless, that is later in the program. Excited for that conversation. Uh, but before we do that, I've got something very special to share with you a tool uh, that I I hope all of uh, my entrepreneurial listeners use. Uh, If not, this is a time to get out a notepad and pen uh, or a tablet or uh, just listen. Doesn't matter. Fuck it. We're going into the Thought Palace. Elevator pitch. We all know what an elevator pitch is. And if we don't, then we better prick up our ears because it's one of the most powerful tools any entrepreneur can use. So what is elevator pitching if you don't know? You're on an elevator. You're with your boss or your mentor or someone you want to work with. It could be me. And you want to summarize an idea that you have in about 90 seconds. What happens if you work somewhere where there are not elevators? I mean, it's the modern economy. Some offices, they don't have elevators. They've got a a slide or maybe a fire pole. A few years back, I had a meeting at a high-tech firm in Norway. I got into the lobby, and there was just a a large glass uh, cylindrical uh, tower of balls. It was like a a ball pit silo. My meeting was on the third floor. I, you know, entered this ball pit silo and just began uh, wriggling and writhing my way up that silo of balls. Uh, took me about an hour, was late for the meeting, uh, had a hell of a lot of fun, very cool, uh, great core workout too, very cool way to get between floors, a ball silo, Camrex in Norway, I love your ball silo, very cool take on an elevator. Regardless, if there isn't an elevator where you work, then you need to recognize the places in your life that are metaphorical elevators. Personal story, it's an app idea I've had a few months back, haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. Uh, But when I do, it'll be big. I know it will. It's a great idea. I have an idea for a pet sharing app. Now, what's pet sharing app? Pet sharing app is that perfect opportunity for somebody that doesn't have a pet for a monthly fee. Uh, They are a part of this app and they can, at random, choose to have a pet for an afternoon. Uh, Maybe someone's a parakeet, uh, someone's a collie, uh, someone's lasso apso. And for a pet owner, for a fee, you can also be on this app. Maybe you want a break from your frisky beagle for like a week? Get on the app. Share that dog. The app is called Our Hound. And it's a great idea. That's my 90-second pitch. But you know that I've got a 60-second. You know I've got a 15-second. And it might blow your mind to know I've also got something called a 7-second haiku pitch, which is just a handful of very potent words, very quickly, that communicate That idea of our hound. Well, it's a good thing I had that in my back pocket. Because a few weeks back, I was on Wilshire Boulevard when who do I see at a red light? Caesar Milan. Driving a Yukon, a couple of very rambunctious dogs in the back bouncing around. Seemed like a nightmare to me. But I said to myself, this is the perfect person to partner with on our hound. I looked at the light. It was red but I could see for traffic going the other way, they were already on an amber. I only had seven seconds of time with Caesar. Look over, power down my window, start yelling, Caesar, Caesar, power down, power down. He rolls down the window, 
kind of looks like shocked, like, who is this? Maybe he recognized me. I couldn't tell. All happened very quickly. But I seized the moment, and I blasted him with this. Our Hound. Pet sharing online. Sharing economy. Capitalize. Pet curious individuals. Monthly subscription. Money. At Dex Guff. Light turned green. You know I dropped the hammer. Oh, yeah. I laid a patch. I laid a patch at that intersection. Did I get anything on Twitter? No. Is there still a chance I will? Uh, yeah. Takes time to unpack all that haiku. But I can tell you this much. I'm just glad that I had that haiku version in my back pocket. And that's what you need. To be ready for whatever metaphorical elevator presents itself in your life. And that is today's thought release. Okay, uh, I am so excited uh, for this conversation because A, I'm talking to somebody, uh, we started out as friends, uh, still are friends, <laughs> we'll see what happens after this interview, but we did start out as friends, uh, met uh, socially, and then I got to find out a little bit about what this person does. Now, I'm speaking about Trip Best, and that's a name. Uh, Trip Best is the best-selling author of books like Putting Your Best Foot Forward, uh, the best book you'll ever read. And forget what I said, this is the best book you'll ever read, which I love the follow-up to it. Uh, lately, Tripp has been making a name for himself in the world of sports, life, skills, training. I think that's one thought. Uh, including work with the NHL, uh, Major League Baseball, and the Fort Wayne Mad Ants of the NBA's G League. Okay, I have to find out what that is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, but today he is taking a break from the ice, the field, and wherever the uh, the G's play uh, uh, to join us here on on Dexter Guff is smarter than you. Trip. Yeah. So good to see you. It's brother. fantastic oh to be here. God. Uh, to see you off the treadmill. Yeah, that's the, exactly it. The I mean, elliptical. Hilarious. I do both. You do. Uh, not at the same time. That'd no. be pretty cool. But no. uh, we do know each other. We originally met five thirty in the morning every morning, every single day at Equinox. Yeah, every single day. I remember I took a Sunday off and you're all over me for that one. Yeah, I was like, don't tell me. I mean, it's a death in the family. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's was, what it was. It was, yeah. Which I felt was. horrible about. Yeah. But, um, it was, uh, It was. well, you know, my wife was know, sick for a long time. Well, listen, and, and good for you for honoring her, uh, even though you took a break from your own body. Um, what do you do? So you're working with athletes on what? So the new athletes, the rookies, uh, new to the leagues, they uh, they get oh, together yeah. in one place and uh, oh we God, talk I'll to them. bet that's a party. Well, it's not exactly a party. We're actually trying to, to push them away from the party. Yeah, but no. you know what I mean? You get these kids straight out of high school and it's like, okay, here's some money. And the next thing you know, it's like, okay, who's we've got a funnel bongs and all that stuff. Yeah, well, well they're not doing that with me. If they're, right. if they're doing that, okay. they're certainly well, we not get doing to Tell me about it later. Yeah, okay. So you're helping these kids. Yeah. You're trying to give them these life skills. And there's also a media relations component to it. Is that right? I understand. Right. So when they're talking to the media, learning how to field questions and, and handle the, you know, the media in general. Yeah, there's some things that are kind of off off the table you yeah. don't talk about what things don't you talk about uh you don't want to talk like about how badly your teammates played <laughs> you know but that's but what everyone wants to hear they do want to hear that's it. why you get on twitter 
Well, that's true. And then that's where you could really ruin your reputation with the with the team. Or with, with the, the team, but you go like right to the top of the heap for the audience, uh, you know, for the sports fans going, I, you don't play worth crap, but I love your smack talk. Okay, so what do you want then, Dex? Do you want to have uh, followers or do you want to be on a team with teammates that like you? I think we know the answer is followers. Uh, no, well, it shouldn't In, be. Well, but I'm saying social media. I think the answer is definitely followers because I'll tell you what, you know, you twist an ankle coming down off of a, a layup. Next thing you know, you're not playing on a team. It's like if you don't have that social media backing, yeah. uh, what have you got? You're well, going to be asking your relative for money for the, for a car wash that doesn't exist. <laughs> I just think if you have, if you put your priorities in the wrong place, then right. that's going to end up being uh, really bad for you. Tell me about these swim teams. I mean, this this has got to be, uh, the Olympic swimmers have got to just, their lifestyle that these swimmers lead. It's got to be insane. Uh, okay, well, I don't really coach swimmers, but... Uh, Is there I'm, a reason? Uh, well, to be honest, it's an amateur sport, so the most part, there's not a lot of money in it. For I'll me. tell you what, uh, Michael Phelps has done well for himself. He sure has. And I he wonder sure if somebody had coached him, if he couldn't even have been maybe pivoted into playing hockey. Why or, would you put those together? I'm not sure. Because that's, I'm not seeing a real connection there. And it, but I'm saying that might be the missing link for you. Oh, to for me. make that connection. But I don't train the players to be better athletes. I train okay. them to be better human beings. Okay. But they're really getting paid not for being good human beings. They're getting well, that's, imagining. That might be a fair observation. So would you say that every day, you know, for a professional athlete, it's basically like carnival, just that party lifestyle. That's, so, I mean. So, again, exactly where we're trying to move them away from. Exactly where we're trying to move them away from. Do so. you ever get a chance to look on athletes' phones just at some of those crazy pics from being on the road? Well, that just, you know what I mean? Just it, kind of living is, vicariously through a through a selfie. No, I don't live okay. vicariously through a, a selfie. But I will tell you that they that's something they get in trouble for. There's oh, pictures of, uh, obviously, their, their, their genitalia. Oh. Pictures of uh, weapons, guns, knives, things like that. Threats yeah. spit over there wow. with that. And uh, and is that just all on LeBron James's phone or who are we speaking about specifically? Well, I'm not talking about someone specifically. It's okay, a, it's but a if you were, yeah. who would it be? I really Kobe? can't say. Well, I really Kobe? can't say. I can't say. Have you seen Kobe's phone? I have not seen Kobe's yeah, phone. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I bet. I, I don't know. I can't. I have no idea where he stands on the Second Amendment. But um, so let's talk a little bit about. Uh, the most important message that you can give anybody who is uh, a professional athlete. You know, right. we've talked a little bit about protecting your money, a little bit about your media relations. Uh, what's kind of the big takeaway, sort of the big the big thing that you want an athlete to really hold on to here? I think the biggest thing is just to not jump into things without thinking about them. To right. think about what you're doing just for that extra second. We uh, we often say to, to pause, yeah. you know, to pause before you make a decision. Uh, and when you're being interviewed, you pause right. when you hear a question you can't answer. You pass if you don't want to listen to the or you want to give the answer. Right. And you prefer you put yourself to towards somebody that you prefer they talk to, whether your money manager or your your manager on the team or your coach. And so how does this work for you? Are you taking like a cut from their salary? Is it kind of like, you know what? Let me you got me on speed dial. I'll take two percent. Uh, just like an agent or manager, and I'm at your disposal to say, you know, shut your mouth about that whole doping thing. Well, frankly, if I was, I'd be making a lot more money on well, this. That's what sure. I'm wondering but because I'm, I do. I mean, you are at Equinox, and that's like that's like a buck sixty nine just sure. like 
to begin. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm well paid, and okay. the books have done well in the past. Absolutely. And that's all great, but I don't take percentages from a contract of an athlete because I think that would be illegal. Well, let's talk, I don't know about the illegalities about that, but you know what's so interesting is that with the right lawyer, nothing's illegal. And that's what I love about America. Um, let's talk about the books. Um, sure. Of putting your best foot forward. And that Absolutely. was that was your, and I love that your name's in there, Trip. Uh, uh, best yeah. Um, you figured that out. I, I just it just clicked in now, and it's because the the best is capitalized, but so are all the words on the book. But um, tell me about that. That was your first book. That's what put you on the map. Yes. Um, what's the big thing? Putting your best foot forward. Well, the biggest thing about putting your uh, your best foot forward is to is really what I'm teaching now, which is think about what you're about to do and what is going to be your best foot. And right. to be honest, what I did was I wrote the title first yeah. and then tried to get the learnings around that title because I really right. wanted to get my name into the title. Yes. Make people put my name attached to the theories it's of that personal book. branding. It's everything. I suppose it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely. So really, that was about just really thinking about what is going to make you look the best. And it's kind of funny because your name, first name's Trip, which is kind yeah. of like, you, that's something you don't want to yeah. do. If you're, you're putting your best foot forward, best, it's just funny. It's like, I don't know if this is ironic that, you know, an athlete, uh, someone that's working with athletes, their name's Trip. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope okay, you don't. Well, I hope you, you better not because right. you're a pro athlete. Right. Uh, maybe uh, swimming doesn't matter because you can't trip in there, but no. well, diving, but. Interesting. So it's Trip, funny. Trip's just a family name. It's more of a it's honor a family my, name. Mostly the first honor, name. Honor my grandfather who was a Trip, and my father was Trip as well. So wait a minute. So there's everybody's, but you don't have a junior there. So how the hell? We so just, wait a minute. It's just everyone. We just used Trip for the past three generations. That's weird. Yeah, that's so yeah. weird. That's so and so. Uh, that must have been confusing when you were born, because your dad would be sort of like, oh no, you know, I got to change Trip's diapers, and it's like, well, which. Well, which one, your dad or, or how, the, how important is my name to this interview? Well, I'm just saying it was just interesting. Just the just the thought. Have you yeah. ever thought about changing it? No, because you are working with athletes to no, something I, more like stride. Well, yeah. OK, I, I don't know how we got onto this tangent. I'm not uh, sure why you took it there, but uh, but it is interesting. It is interesting. I want to talk a little bit about gambling. Oh, yeah. Because that's a huge thing with uh, with athletes. Big problem in sports, right. of course. Uh, right. There's a lot of these influences from the outside sort of saying, hey, if you do this in the game or that in the game, even yeah. a minor tweak can lead to a lot of money for people that are gambling for the wrong reasons. Do you ever advise uh, players, you know, if they know they're going to lose, you know what I mean? If they know the matchup, it's just not there to just put some money on so that at least at the end of the game when they've lost, they've still got some winnings to take away. You're sort of in a Pete Rose situation. Yes, where you're gambling exactly. on your own team. Exactly. Which has led to him being banned from baseball and not being able to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. But he did get that money. He might have at a time gotten that money, but yes. now it's not a great situation for him. Yeah, but now he's kind of like, I'm not in the Hall of Fame. I don't talk to these old fart teammates. I don't give a shit. You know, I'm living down. I'm living that life down in Boca. I got my green. I got paid. You know, I could care less of the fallout from that because right now I got my feet up on a yacht that's, you know, 64 feet in the Gulf of Mexico. What do I care? Dex, I got to be honest. If you've yeah. seen Pete Rose at any sort of uh, fan convention or even in Vegas, he's often in Vegas signing autographs. Yeah. It's sort of a sad. He's swollen up. It's pretty sad. He's not, he doesn't have his feet up on a yacht down in Boca. Mm. Okay. He's got right. his uh, table, a small little table, little mm. card table. He's signing autographs for 25, mm. whatever dollars a pop. It's not, it's not great. So, wow. 
really staying away from those gamblers is a better idea. Okay. Wow. That's a sobering thought. I had no idea there was a downside to uh, gambling on the, the sport that you're competing in, but you've just pointed that out. You had no idea. Um, well, listen, what a conversation we've had, Trip Best. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it started out great, had some bumps, but yeah, okay. You know what? And I didn't want to call you out on it, but it's true. You kind of did drop the ball two or three times, and that's a sports analogy, something that I'm probably, I'm assuming you tell athletes not to do. Don't drop that ball. Um, and then don't blame other people. Is that the, that could be, I don't, it's hard to, I don't have no clue there, but I, th- I would say the big one is regardless of who you're going to blame, don't drop that ball. Great. Um, well, good conversation. I appreciate it. I know my listeners did. I wish you all the best and you've got to get those Fort Wayne. You got to get out, out of that Fort Wayne thing. Well, that's just a stepping stone into the NBA. Oh my God. It's a stepping stone in your own grave. Like, I mean, professionally. I don't see it that I would way. Take that off. I would take that off of the intro on any future interviews. Um, but hey, just quick, total, quickly yeah. read the intro before you start the interview next time. I'll take that. I'll, I will take that uh, n- note of life coaching and and we'll we see go. if I can't put that into practice. Appreciate the time trip. Appreciate the conversation. I wish you all the best. Thanks, Dex. Tammy. Okay. Well, there you go. That was the interview today. That was the feature interview. Um, Hard to say what the takeaway was there. I mean, I guess if you're a professional athlete, uh, maybe you'd work with Trip. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, you know, I give myself on that interview kind of an A minus. Not bad. Uh, had some pretty interesting questions. Kind of probed a bit there. Very cool. Uh, Trip. I don't know. I'm going to say uh, like C plus. So somewhere in there, we've got a kind of a B interview. Regardless, uh, it's done. We did it. Uh, big takeaway for me. Think twice before asking some guy in a gym on your show. All right. And for you, my dear listener, if we are not connected on social media, what are we waiting for? Let's do this. Let's make this real. Uh, Let's connect. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Dex Guff. Also, if you're looking for my website, (sighs) a bit frustrating, but you can find me uh, at DexterGuffBand.com. DexterGuffBand.com. Now, I'm, I'll talk about this next week. It's frustrating, but that is my website for now. Uh, so you can go in and reach out and connect with me there. Until we talk next, have a great rest of your week. Go out there. Do the thing that scares you. Don't do the thing that doesn't scare you. Kill what has to be killed. Crush what stands uncrushed. <sighs> Let's talk next week. Guff out. Tammy!